Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Puttering Putan. I'm your host, Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Tonight, we're going to be looking at Chapter 8 of Camardi High School, titled simply, Sentimental Bus. Uh, I just want to say right at the start here, this is such a great chapter, uh, and I feel like the optimal way to read it is inside of a moving vehicle. I don't know if you would agree. Yeah, it it, it adds to the ambiance. Hopefully, you, dear listener are um listening to this while in a moving vehicle the the ideal would be not like you are commuting to work and you are driving but that you are taking a bus to work like if you live in a city listening to it on your headphones right now yeah you're definitely the ideal definitely does not involve you driving you have to be a passenger yes um and if you are listening to it on your headphones then like hopefully you're looking at something as well um like playing like your switch or like reading maybe reading the manga along with us um but you know like just have your eyes on something like on another screen where there's another type of movement while you are also moving because you're Um, a passenger just like checking your twitter account um, looking at all those good tweets and the bus, sometimes you get the bus that's like, uh, you know, pretty good. I mean, there's a lot of stops on a bus, but they're, they're going pretty well. Um, and sometimes you get the one where it's just like, I don't know why you are accelerating and braking this much as a bus. Like you, you know where the stops are going to be. You don't need to break this hard. Uh, hopefully you're on mm-hmm. one of those buses, not normally, but for this yeah. episode, hopefully you are. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the last detail is, uh, if the bus is really hot, um, yeah, we would also we we would prefer that. Yeah, um, with like maybe this is all like our preferred scenario for you. Right yeah, now. and like a a a mom with her kid just got onto the bus, and they have one of those like metal, like tall metal. Um, I guess it's like a push cart, but it's like tall. It's not like a shopping cart, you know. Uh, it's like narrow and tall. And it's just full of groceries, mm. and uh, there's those little single packs uh, of pudding, of, like, ready-made pudding. Um, and one of them has, like, the the entire thing has fallen, where, you know, it's got, like, the four or six, and one of them is split open. Uh-huh. And so now you get hit with this smell of, um, you know, vanilla or chocolate. Those are usually the only two. It's f- one of those, like, yeah. it's one of those unicorn, the unicorn puddings. I've, Have you seen that? No. I have a toddler and I have not Uh, seen this. (laughs) What do you, what do you, unicorn pudding? Um, Yeah. Well, just look it up and then send it and then I'll I'll verify. Um, I'll verify. This is is snack pack brand unicorn magic. That sounds right. What color is it? Uh, It is three color. Well, so there's two. Is it? There's one where like they're here. I'll send the two different ones. Um, Is it like sickly pink? So there, there's two different ones. Let me send this first one. Um, put this in the, the Puton chat. Um, so here you've got like the pink, the yep. blue, and the pink. This yeah. this is also weird because this does not look like an actual photograph of the food. It looks like they've just done like a weird cutout. A Photoshop recreation. Yes. Um, this other one might actually be a photograph of the food though. Um Okay, the this is for sure the one I had in mind. Yeah, and um, so this other one, it's the, it's the same basic 
packaging. But you know how sometimes you'll get the the swirled ones where, like, say it's chocolate on the bottom and then there's like a ribbon of vanilla in the middle and then chocolate on top. This we have the layers where the bottom is this blue color, which in the other pack you have like pink and blue. Then in the middle is this like kind of uh, pinkish purple. And then the other one is this like uh, slightly orangish pink. That's the the same pink as the the other snack bag. Um, yeah. If people, yeah, I love Google unicorn. I love pudding, having probably three see both of these, but I love having three different layers of toxic waste <laughs> Play-Doh <laughs> in the one pack. Um, also, so my I, toddler would go fucking nuts for this. Just you, you should get some of this. Yeah. Um, but just be mindful of the radiation exposure. <laughs> um. The so the thing about this is, I knew instantly that this was the one that I had seen. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I saw this like months ago. This in like the normal course of like normal memories, this should have like long since been deleted from my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, though I think the only reason it's stuck in there is because of this hashtag. Yes. Can you unicorn. read the, can, <laughs> Uh, Y-A-S-S-S-U-N-I-C-O-R-N. I'm assuming you had me read this because you would feel too bad saying this as a, a cis straight man. Yeah, that's the yeah. exact... But hashtag, yes, reason. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> slay! Slay unicorn queen, Slay! Oh, this is this is so liberating for me. You have no idea. Because when I saw this in the store, the only thing like I was just overwhelmed with the urge to just like <laughs> y- start yelling this hashtag, but I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but so now I like, have the freedom. I that have, you do not. Yeah, I'm like I'm ex- experiencing that release like vicariously through you. Now, so I've um, sent two images in the the we actually made a specific ghost divers discord that's just for like people recording but there's a putan channel in there i've sent this here people listening to this can't see it unless they're one of the few people who have ghosted uh, or guested on ghost divers um but i noticed so the first one where we don't have the swirl both of them say made with stardust i, I was noticing that mm. which is a, a strange claim on a food product um but the other one i noticed is the one that doesn't have the swirl says artificially flavored pudding but the one with the swirls says flavored pudding oh god i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even notice that um i was gonna remark on the artificially flavored pudding yeah aspect um but now i'm like deeply disturbed that the that there's a difference here it looks like it's just been edited maybe no, no, that can't. I'm just. There's not enough space. Yeah. That is. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. Um, we need to. The a representative from Snack Pack has been contacted. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to you. Um, so okay. So as you were saying. One of these has has tumbled out of yeah. the cart, and I think okay. um, do it, do we think it's one with the swirls or one without? I'm feeling without. Yeah, same. yeah, and I'm just the the pink one without swirl. Yes, and it like the corner is hit, and strangely, 
Because the ones on the edges here are are pink, but strangely, that's not the one that broke. It is the blue one, so the blue is kind of like uh, there's like a little, you know, when like one of these little packs will will hit the ground and pop open, and you'll kind of just get like a, a um like forensic scientist like splat, splat. like very yeah. instantly. <laughs> Uh, where it just like shoots out from like one hole that's been like formed where the 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 foil seal on top has ripped open a little mm-hmm. suddenly dramatically from the pressure and like the pressure is shotted out uh, kind of across the floor um, and like some people like shuffle their feet back slightly and then you get the whiff it hits your nose of this yeah. this pudding that is now in your your bus yeah. Yeah, and then and then you just like your vision gets a little blurry. Mm-hmm. You start getting like ringing in your ears, and, the, you know? and then a guy suddenly comes and sits right next to you, um, in a way where it, like almost feels like he's just up on top of you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy leans back, and you think like he's gonna say something to you. Yeah, but he like he opens his mouth. And then all of a sudden, just like a torrent of the pink pudding, just like, <laughs> just like pours out of his mouth into your <laughs> like open <laughs> waiting mouth. And you like are just paralyzed in fear. There's like nothing you can do. The like the ringing in your ears just gets like louder and louder and louder. Yeah. Um, your eyes like roll back so far back that like you can't you just can't see anymore yeah and all you can feel is just like the <laughs> the pudding just like surging down <laughs> so <laughs> through your mouth and down through your esophagus thank you for and for just... joining us for another episode of our podcast <laughs> where we workshop ideas for david lynch shorts I think I think this would be a good one. I think you could make this one. You could really sell it. What do you think, Connor? Yeah, David Lynch is all over this mm-hmm. shit. David Lynch is like, yeah, we'll just fucking call it Eraserhead too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just fucking slap a two on it. There we go. Uh, yeah, and also Nicholas Cage is the guy who's Nicholas Cage is the pudding. <laughs> The pudding itself for the guy who who uh, uh, gives unto no, you the pudding. Nicholas Cage is Nicholas Cage is the pudding okay. itself. Yeah, he could. He and could also, it. he's also the guy. He he's there's like a at some point there's like a really weird transition, yeah. and then he goes from being the the pudding to like the man. Yeah, he just is. He's both. it all operates with dream logic. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, um, if you are in that setting that we just, just described, then you will be able to appreciate this chapter um, for like optimally. Yeah. But I, I do think it's a great chapter, even if you're not. Um, Starring in a bizarre like, David Lynch short. Yeah. Um, you know, even if you're not really motion sick mm-hmm. in the back of a bus. Now, um, I do... Uh, get motion sick. Um, 
often buses I do a little bit better on unless it is that like really uh, like accelerating and, and stopping too fast that buses like some bus drivers will do, but most don't. Um, and also like if it's like really hot, like the heat will really get to me uh, if I'm getting car sick. Yeah. Um, but normally in a car, um, I do okay if I'm in the front seat. Cause even if I'm looking around, like I look at my phone for a little bit and stuff, I still get like more peripheral vision, like in front of me and to the side about like what's happening. Um, I, I become, I'm still kind of aware of that motion. Uh, but in the back seat, I can get, um, motion sick and, um, our toddler sometimes if we're, if we're going on a longer trip, doesn't want to be back alone in the back seat. Um, and so I'll have to ride mm. back there. And so what I got are, um, these, and it, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know how much I like actually believe this is like a, a, a real medicine. It could just be like purely, um, uh, placebo effect happening, but, um, I got the, these motion sickness bands that you put around your wrist and you like, you do like three fingers from like the very bottom of your hand, like where that little crease happens at your wrist, you know, if you like bend your hand mm-hmm. forward, um, you do three fingers. And so like that third finger down, you put the band and it has this like little bead that it's like applying acupressure. Um, and you like kind of put it where there's that little like indent, like that little line kind of, uh, in your the inside of your wrist, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it works all right. So if people get car sick, like, uh, Takanuchi, I would recommend this. Try it out. See if it helps. Mm. Um, yeah. Takanuchi would not be caught dead wearing that. Yeah. Cause then he'd have to admit that but, he's, that he gets mission. But sick. like, maybe he could put it on under some cool, um, cause like back when I was a punk kid, the, the sweatbands that you would wear, like if you like were, you'd wear them if you played guitar. Um, so you got mm. like black ones that would have like a cool design, like a, a cool patch on it. Basically. Um, he could maybe like hide it under one of those and just kind of make a little bit of his style being like, Oh, I'm like the, the rocker one. I know it'll be a little bit encroaching onto like Freddie's territory, but Freddie's like a different style of rocker, you know? Yeah, Freddy. Freddy's just like a transcendent being. Yeah, like like Takanochi could get um, could get one that has like Gur from Invader Zim on it. You know. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I from see Hot that. Topic. Yeah, yeah. Takanochi is a is definitely an Invader Zim um, fan. Yeah. Um, that's a good tip there because I get really motion sick as well. Um. This this chapter it, it was it was sentimental, um, because of my yeah. experiences with motion sickness. Um, the weird thing about it, it's definitely gotten worse over time. Um, there was one time, like a period of my life where I was driven around a lot. Uh, I'm not just talking about when I was like unable, like after I like was able to drive. Um, yeah. I still like rode in cars a decent amount of time. Um, and then it never had any problems. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point I like only ever drove for like four years or something. Um, and then the next time I got into the passenger seat of a car, I was like within 10 minutes, I was car sick. And now I just like, I can't, I can barely do it. Yeah. 
Um, also, you, oh, you found the Invader Zim. Is this the one that you had? Um, I believe I had this one. Okay. I knew that was coming from somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you I, you I, weren't just pulling that one out on the I fly. had a lot of sweatbands, and I think this is one of the ones that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it definitely was. Yeah. I know you well enough that th- this is the kind of shit that you would have been all over. Uh, it is cute. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Do you have a favorite part of this chapter? <laughs> um. <laughs> Besides the ending, of course. Yeah. Which I, obviously is our favorite. It was funny when I was reading this, because I remember when we did uh, Karate High School for ghost divers we talked like mm-hmm. uh at length about this sequence in the show too because it, it is like a a very comical moment um i i've i distinctly remember you laughing on mike about uh how kamiyama just like pulls a pudding like plated on a plate out of nowhere <laughs> like <laughs> You know, like, it's not like a cup uh, of, it's not what we were describing. It's not a snack back cup of pudding. It is like, this has been plated up for you. Um, yeah, this is like a culinary pudding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, and I, I've had like, you can get like pre-made Japanese puddings that are this, this style. Um, Cause like generally when you say like pudding or like pudding in, in Japanese, um, it's sort of this like flan, uh, flan style thing where it's like the, you know, it's kind of jiggly, uh, but like maintains its shape. Um, and a white, like generally like vanilla or just kind of milk flavor. And then it has that caramel, um, that's like on the bottom of the cup. And so when you put it on the plate, it, it's on top and like some of it will kind of pour down the sides a little bit. Um, and, but yeah, so it could have been like a, a packaged one. I've I've seen packaged ones where you turn it out onto the plate and then you have it like this. But he still like had a plate and turned it out onto it to offer to him, um, even mm-hmm. if that's the case, even if this was prepackaged and not like from a restaurant or something. Um, yeah, and the, the suddenness, like, I think I actually like this better in the manga than like in the anime this whole like chapter chapters worth of content. Yeah. Um, I feel like the, like the highlights are, um, are just funnier, um, because of the way that they're like sequenced. Yeah. The way that the, the turning of the page is a, is a thing that, um, I talked about this a little bit in previous uh, episodes, but that like I I come to associate with part of the humor of Cromartie High School, the manga, as someone who's mm-hmm. read like a number of volumes of this. Um, and this is one where you can really see it, where um, you know, you get Kamiyama sitting on on Takanochi's lap, uh, and this is happening in the like what would be the second panel if we're doing like Yon Koma style. Because I also kind of think that there's a there's an intentionality for having the like four tiers of panels. Um, in Karate High School to do like a certain, um, like Yon Koma, like Four Koma style, uh, build up, but just like giving more space for each of those steps. Uh, what would normally be a single panel can be broken up into more. Um, but mm-hmm. what would be the second one is like, okay, Kamiyama sitting on his lap being like, oh, what am I going to do? 
you then get the third one starting with this thing that almost feels like a shift in like time of like we're at uh iroha pass it might get bumpy and you're like oh like a new thing is actually getting set up here um you know this thing is seemingly concluded uh, and he's like thinking about like, oh, this pass, it's going to make me nauseous and everything. And then you turn the page and in the act of turning the page, if this was like all on one thing, you wouldn't get that reveal in the same fun way where you turn it and you realize that Kamiyama is still on his lap. Um, mm-hmm. and just like that act of turning it and seeing, and the same way with like, you know, the, you get the close-up of Kamiyama's uh, face, and then you turn it, and you get suddenly him handing the pudding over to Takanuchi. Um, yeah. And I think this, like, obviously when you cut to a new shot, you also have an, this effect, but, like, all of those cuts between shots carry a little bit more of a, a similar weight, whereas, like, the act of you physically turning the page can sell some jokes even stronger. Um because it allows you to like take a page in, think about like the current state of things and then turn the page and realize that like the entire image you had of the scene from the, the layout of the page has actually been like incorrect or is being subverted in some way, uh, which is really fun and something that I, I think the manga will continue to do. Um, and one of the like delighting, delightful things about it, I think. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I was really noticing this time the way that um, like the structure of the manga um, like gives um, gives substance to like the comedy and how much of it is like just the reading experience. Like, okay, you're, you're reading uncritically and just reacting to like the humor um, as it's happening uh but so much of the way that like i mean this is an obvious statement but like so much of the way that we're um prepared for that humor and like imagining the um wholeness of the like scene is uh actually very um interest like very well framed up by the um the actual like physical structure of the the panels on the page um like for instance the uh like the mirroring that happens in the uh penultimate page the one right before the the pudding reveal yeah um where you have like the panel on top is takanuchi and his like ultimate um like he his ultimate show of resolve he's like gathered himself um after he's like finally he thinks like Kamiyama is go is um trying to kill him or whatever and this is like you know his anime like uh extra level unlock mode um where he's like you know shaded in gray like statuesque his eyes are completely white yeah um this is the moment where he just like goes off and uh like takes control of the situation or whatever um which is then like immediately subverted by the um the wider shot uh that like follows immediately after with kamiyama like shaking him yeah um and now he's like completely given up um like instantly um but then at the bottom you have like that same close-up um frame the same way the close-up of kamiyama now 
like adopting his serious face um, because he's like, oh, I've realized that like um, I'm being really insensitive and uh, I'm really like um, doing something horrible to Takanuchi. Um, and then the reveal is like him just making it worse. Yeah. Um, so like the the way that like okay, both of these things are subverted. Um, but the first subversion is like things getting worse for Takanuchi. And then the second subversion, even though it's Kamiyama, like thing it's things getting worse for Takanuchi, like again. Yeah. Um and there's like multiple instances of this, um of this like mirroring um throughout the chapter. Uh that I thought were really, uh, I thought worked really well. Yeah. Um, also, the one other thing I want to call out is the other uh, memory I had from when we covered the anime um, was seeing Kamiyama, like his reveal in this sequence. And he's re- like just doing Kamiyama bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is my favorite part of the of the chapter was Kamiyama like this reveal on um the second page, page fifty. Yeah. Um where Takanuchi, like it's just like building and building, like Takanuchi's internal do- uh, monologue. Um he's like struggling with the sickness, um, and then like trying to conceal it. He's getting more and more angry. Um and then like again here is like an interesting um layout where you have like the middle uh, or like the second row far right, this close-up of Takanuchi where he's like exceedingly like uh, ill. Yeah. But just like looks really badass. <laughs> um, like just one of the most intimidating like close-ups we've had in the whole manga so far um, because he's like just trying so hard not to puke. Um, but everyone else is re- like, oh my god, he looks so fucking scary right now. Um, and then the panel right below is um, Kamiyama, like, doing at least five very obnoxious things simultaneously. Yeah. And the way it's laid out is, like, um, Kamiyama, like, is c- very clearly in Takanuchi's line of sight. Um, so you just, like, your eye moves from, like, Takanuchi looking extremely angry um, to, like, Kamiyama being, like, immediately, viscerally, like, extremely annoying. (laughs) Right in front of him. Um, And I I love that. Um, But yeah, he's singing the school. He's, like, standing in the middle of the bus, like, dancing and singing the school anthem with a camera... And a party hat on. Yeah. Uh, like, snapping his fingers, like, fully, just, like, like fully into it, <laughs> singing the school anthem. <laughs> <laughs> like, eyes closed. Like, we see in the, the panel next to it, like, eyes closed, just belting out this anthem. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, like, with his eyes still closed, like, sits down, and he sits down and talking to Chi. Um. <laughs> And, you know, hilarity ensues. Yeah. Uh, but just, like, the um, the characterization of Kamiyama 
is one of the things that I appreciate most about Crow High. Um, how he, like, in a way, he's very, um, he's a very shallow character. Yeah. Uh, but he's really not because he's such a versatile, like, comedic presence. Um, and the way Nonaka, like, deploys him in these different contexts is, um, is really amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited because this is, I feel like we're, like, starting to get into Crow High is what it is. Um, like what we know it as, uh, and so there's just going to be some like great, um, chapters here. And we'll also get to see it like slowly grow and evolve, add more characters. Um, and then eventually it's going to take some turns that the, the anime never gets to. So it'll be fun. That's a, Mm. that's a ways in the distance though. Um, yeah. Um, we have a, some might say we have a long bus trip to get there. Yeah, long bus trip through um, through winding mountain passes. Yeah, on which we will be eating unicorn magic pudding. Yeah. Uh, no, that's the that's the that's the spot where you say the hashtag again. Oh, uh, yes, unicorn. <laughs> um, anyway, do we want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap. Okay. Um, by the way, that's the new intro. Is just no. you saying that no. that, that hashtag every time. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, next time we'll be reading chapter nine from volume one. I think we will be joined by Autumn because we're going to do the uh, question bucket for um, Serial Experiments Lane. So if you have questions for this podcast, um, you can send them to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Uh, just any, basically any questions you have for us that you think would, would be funny on this show. Um, but also if you have questions about Serial Experiments Lane, uh, you can send those to, to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com as well. Um, and we'll be recording that Friday. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to do, uh, Pouton together as well. Uh, regardless, we will be in person, you and me, Connor. So that'll be fun. Mm. Um, live from your from your home studio yes so i in the in the heart of chicago on thursday i um am taking the day off for mobbin and i think with some of the time that i have i'm gonna try and clean up this closet to see if we can get all three of us in here um but yeah we'll we'll see because it's it's big enough for two three will be a little bit of a squeeze um Mm. Especially with the the state of the the floor right now. Anyway, um, you can find the full schedule for the show at uh, exportodio slash Puton schedule. Uh, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportodio and listen a week before the public feeds. Um, so podcasts that are uh, a week early are um, so... Bag End Book Club is coming to an end, although I think they're going to do some of the the movies, like the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. Um, uh, Gotham City Limits is a, a Batman podcast. Uh, Ornate Stairwells is my movie podcast, um, so you can l- go listen to that. Um, 
then what is it wednesday is uh both us and then also hot singles when they come out and then i think that's it i don't think there's a thursday and friday currently really um and then if you give five dollars to the network you'll get exclusive access to pop town funk a weekly podcast where autumn and nora roll a random funko pop and have to watch something from that media franchise uh they just got um anna from frozen 2 or is it anna um from Frozen 2. So they, they watched Frozen 2 and talked about it. Um, you know who would know that? What? You know who would know that? I guess Autumn. If it, the correct the correct spelling. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I was going to say 99% of people who eat unicorn magic pudding. That too. Um, I mean, I know it's A-N-N-A. I just forget which pronunciation. Anyway, uh, hmm. if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Uh, they can find the free feed at exportodio slash Puton or by searching Pondering Puton on their podcast app of choice. Uh, also, feel free to give us a rating on iTunes. I think like Apple Podcasts is the only one that seems to really matter. But whatever podcast app you're using, if it does ratings. Um, if you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportodio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. Uh, you can find the show at Pondering Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on co-host. You can find me at Foxmomnia on Twitter and co-host. Where can people find you, Connor? Uh, y'all can follow me at uh, Rabelais, P-U-D-D-I-N-G, on Twitter <laughs> and co-host. Um, not P-U-R-I-N. Anyway, our next theme... Uh, or our opening theme is Ninganante by Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is the song Sentimental Bus by the band Sentimental Bus. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Oh, 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 oh,
になれるぞ心から」